0: Hey, everyone. This is Mike Ferreira with our Destination Debrief by Meetings Made Easy. This is our first ever podcast. Um, The idea behind it is to essentially talk about what's going on in the meetings industry and some of the destinations that we are visiting. And on today's podcast, we have Amy Robb, who is a meeting broker of Meetings Made Easy, and Maria Zavala, who is our social media director. And on today's podcast, we're going to be talking about the beautiful island of Puerto Rico. Amy and Maria, go ahead and introduce yourself, and then I'll kind of go over what we're going to be talking about today on our podcast, and I will let the experts take over.
1: Maria, you want to go? <laughs> yeah. Hi, everyone. This is Maria, uh, director of social media and meetings made easy. But also, uh, someone that's been to Puerto Rico, lived in Puerto Rico, and represented several amazing hotels at the island. And um, I'd love to share what I've experienced prior to the hurricane and after the hurricane. I've had the um, the ability to to go back and forth a few times, so we're looking forward to it.
2: And my name's amy i um just got back from san juan spent five days there and as someone who had never been to the island prior to the hurricane was so pleasantly surprised and really um amazed and fell in love with the area and as a former meeting planner really really excited about this as a property to sell to clients
0: yeah and i agree with you um Basically, as a meeting broker as well, I always was under the impression that Puerto Rico um, maybe wasn't able to take group business as of right now. Um, But I was pleasantly surprised, Amy, after seeing all your social media posts last week with Puerto Rico. And I think for all of our listeners out there, uh, from what I saw Puerto Rico looks like it's back. It's ready for incentive group. It's ready for events, ready for meetings, whatever you're looking to book. Um, So for the rest of the show, what I'm going to basically let Amy and Maria talk about Puerto Rico, Amy was just there this past week and Maria actually used to sell the destination. So these are some of the best experts that you can find out there. So um, the first question is, I guess it would be either to Amy or Maria uh, is, what attracts people to Puerto Rico?
2: Um, I think from a meeting planner standpoint, I think that it's Caribbean destination, it's beach destination. However, you don't have to worry about your attendees having a passport or needing a passport. And also, if you're planning sort of a trade show aspect, then some of your vendors won't be limited on whether they can come or exhibit because it's an um, out of country.
0: Got it. Yeah. And then that's kind of what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Maria, how about you?
1: Um, yeah. I mean, it's definitely an advantage to have it be part of the U.S. So when you're shipping um, things to the island for an event, you don't have to worry about it being international. Um, it is from, especially from the East Coast, it's three hours away, no passport needed. It's a beautiful island. And When you're hosting a a bigger type of trade show or conference, it's been proven that uh, uh, there's going to be a 20% increase in attendees when you select Puerto Rico as a destination. Another big advantage is the CVB um, Discover Puerto Rico. They're one of the most helpful um, destination uh, team that I've ever worked for. I worked with, sorry. And uh, they will help you with uh, monetary sponsorships or just about anything you need to bring your group and make sure everybody has uh, an amazing experience so it's uh it's definitely a great island to take meetings to
0: amy i want to jump to your experience last week with puerto rico why were you there what did you experience what did you see talk a little about about the hotels and um, why our listeners who are mostly event planners should look at puerto rico
2: so I was there um, on invite from Discover Puerto Rico, their CBB, um, and they just sort of rebranded this last year. But they are so great to work with. On top of it, really diligent. Um, so they invited us out, and it was kind of like um, a marathon of visiting as mo like as many hotels as we could um, in such a short amount of time, which. Sounds daunting, but was so informative and eye opening, really. Um, and they obviously like opened the doors for us to see everything from the highest, you know, high budgets to, you know, your basic entry level budget of getting into Puerto Rico. And um, fortunately for us, they also extend the invite to come in a day early or a day late. So I chose to come in a day early because just from a meeting planner standpoint, you know, fam trips are amazing that you get to see so many properties in one short amount of time, but what I don't what I think that they sort of miss to touch on is um you don't really get to see what it's like for the standard solo traveler and their experience. And so, I was really fortunate that I came in a day early. I went and had breakfast by myself, I had lunch by myself, I went to the beach by myself. And so I got to experience the experience in the hotel that everyone else was going to experience. Not because, you know, we were with a group and we were being highlighted and we were getting treated to the nines. But I had an amazing time. Maria introduced me to a friend um, who was local who came and picked me up and took me downtown. And got to experience what you would – outside the confines of the resort walls – what you experienced true Puerto Rico San Juan to
1: be.
0: I feel like I need to go down there and check it out because this sounds amazing. Uh, you have to. <laughs> what? Yeah, I know really of all of our travels, I've never been to Puerto Rico, which is embarrassing to admit, but uh, I definitely am going to go down there and visit after seeing um, Amy's post and, uh, Maria, anything to add about the island that maybe Amy missed? I mean, you were the one that literally sold it every single day.
1: You know, it, it's and it was an easy sale for me because, um, as Amy said, it's a smaller island. First of all, you know, you, in San Juan, you have an array of amazing hotels to choose from, but, you know, super high end. I mean, the Ritz Reserve was one of the first. I think it was the second in the world to open up in in our side of the world and in the Caribbean. So, it really brought up the level of the hotels that we have to offer, but everything wow. is extremely close. So, we're talking about arriving to the airport and from the, you know, farthest point, it's going to be 45 minutes to, let's say El Conquistador, which is the um the north of the island or just within San Juan. So, I think that's always a nice thing where you don't have to travel a couple more hours to get from the airport to the hotel and start enjoying um an incentive or any type of meeting that you're going for so um if you're going also like let's say for a leisure and also meetings then you could bring your family it's very uh, family friendly stay a couple of days and again it's just a short trip away so i think that's a, a nice advantage too
0: i think what uh really makes the island is the passport issue um when it comes to travelers from the united states because that seems like it's the majority of our clientele that we deal with um that you don't have to get a passport to go to puerto rico if you're a united states citizen that's huge i know personally some of the clients that i represent they won't book any island or anything international because they have to get a passport um, and once Amy told me that, I think it was a couple of days ago, I was mind blown. So, I mean, the fact that you can get on an airplane and without a passport go down and be in Puerto Rico—no brainer in my opinion, right?
1: Absolutely, and it's interesting that a lot of people don't know that. You know, even here in the the Northeast, which was my territory when I sold Puerto Rico, um, there are a lot of people that either have been there twenty years ago. But haven't been and they really, that's you know, crazy. don't know, which is a, a great thing to see this cover Puerto Rico, getting the word out there again yeah. and having people go there.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. It's it's a no brainer. I mean, I can't even get people to go from Fort Lauderdale. I have a client that's in Fort Lauderdale and they won't go to the Bahamas. And that's a 30 minute flight because you have to get passports. So So <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make sense. But no. hey, oh, well. <laughs>
1: It's the reality there are a lot of Americans that still don't have passports and so this is a, a a great option but besides that though there's so much um culture that you have on this tiny island that you could enjoy so you're not just going for the beach and the hotel and the resort which honestly you can you know enjoy anywhere in the world but Puerto Rico has the latin culture a lot of you know the rainforest and everything is so close that you could take advantage of so much in a very short period of time. So I think that's unique to Puerto Rico as well.
0: Got it. And let me ask you this. Um, what is the cuisine? You know, like in the Bahamas, they're known for conch. Um, in Mexico, obviously, they're known for their type of cuisine. But what is the the cuisine or the culinary, um, what's the word I'm looking for, delicacies of Puerto Rico? That was pretty hard to say, P.S.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh Well, it is very Caribbean, you know, Um, a lot of rice and beans, (laughs) mofongo. I mean, um, again, I'm not from Puerto Rico, so I I do love Puerto Rican food, lots of food, lots of flavors, lots of fried food. Um, In fact, there is when you're on your way to the rainforest, there are all these little kiosks with traditional puerto rican food a lot of seafood but it's just um really really tasty i mean i think the the flavors of puerto Rico are one of a kind and what's great too is that this has become such a culinary destination you have top chefs uh, mixing the different flavors and from you know all over the world with a puerto rican touch and it's i mean you have everything to choose from it's just amazing i'm kind of getting
0: hungry (laughs) (laughs) yeah seriously out here in las vegas it's just about dinner time so um okay so quickly i just want to jump to hotels um the event planners have heard you know how great it is to get to the island and the cuisine but let's really talk about what matters is where will we be staying um where will be meeting space um that type of stuff so amy you were just there last week where should our listeners go and book
2: I mean, it kind of depends what your budget is. Um, clearly, the St. Regis is absolutely stunning. Their meeting space is, I don't, no one has ever seen how I de- decorate my house, but it's like white and metallics, and that is, all of their meeting space is gorgeous and super light and bright, metallic, gray, white. It's gorgeous. Um and the property obviously is amazing and they're known for their Bloody Marys. So it's kind of a win win. But, you know, if you're looking on something that's a little bit um, more budget friendly, I was blown away by some of the properties that are just in town. S- five minutes from the airport, from the San Juan airport, um, the El San Juan, it's a hotel collection or a, a Hilton collection, sorry. Um, gorgeous, right on the beach beautiful pools. The food is amazing. Um, they have really good restaurants there. When you walk in, um, sorry for cussing, but they call their lobby the Oh Shit Lobby because people <laughs> open the door and it's gorgeous in there. And it's actually known. I So um, the Rat Pack used to come down there apparently. And so there's like five different bars in the lobby. And so there's a bar just for champagne. And there's a bar just for wine and there's a bar just for martinis. And so you kind of like sit in the different bars in the lobbies. It's so cool. Um, and then the Intercontinental, which is right next door, is also equally gorgeous right on the beach. Really cool pools. They're doing a bunch of upgrades. Their whole rooms and soft goods are going to be completely remodeled by October um, we saw the renderings, we walked around the property's really awesome. Um, had a great mojito there as well. Um, <laughs> the Caribe Hilton is opening soon. their meeting space is gorgeous. Um, they actually open May 15th. They have their first um, program in-house, May 16th. So, um, they're ready for business and it's really, it's really cool.
0: uh, Really quickly before we go to Maria, what would you suggest is the ideal size for these hotels that, um, you just mentioned as far as like size of groups, number of attendees?
2: Oh gosh. Um,
0: or maybe a range would be the better question.
2: Yeah. I mean, the, um, the Caribe Hilton's going to have more meeting space than, um, the Intercon and the El San Juan, um, but if you're if you have a huge group, the Wyndham Rio Mar is their meeting space is huge, but it's also forty minutes outside of um, from the airport, where these other properties are five to ten minutes from the airport. Um, but I would say anything four hundred and under would fit in either of those three properties. Got it. Um, four hundred maybe, like, Caribe, I would say 600 and under. Got it.
0: Okay, cool. Maria, anything to add about the hotels? You were the master at selling everything.
1: I was just going to say, kudos to you, Amy. I mean, I couldn't have done it better. I actually sold all three hotels, not Wyndham. uh, Caribe and El San Juan were part of the Hilton Puerto Rico collection. Um, And yeah, you nailed it. Caribe is going to be the biggest one in San Juan. So yeah, you can do groups, up to 700 people. The great thing about this property in Condado Plaza, which I'm not sure if you got to see, they're side by side. So if you needed to do anything above that, you can use both hotels and it's literally like a five minute um, walk. And or if it's, uh, you know, citywide or something like that, you can use these hotels in conjunction with the convention center because it's very close to it. So it's a it's a really great option. And. Um, in terms of El San Juan, uh, this was the Grand Dam of the Caribbean back in the day after Cuba shut down. So it's got a lot of history. And you're right, that lobby is everything. Um, you, they get very, very creative with what they can do to entertain groups. Um, I recall having a group, which was an incentive. Um, and we closed on, shut down the bar and did a 007 theme night. And we hired uh, bands so that would go on cruises. We had Journey you know, small band journey, (laughs) playing for these people in the lobby. And it was, they were just, and they didn't know what it was. It was a surprise. I mean, this is a type of the caliber of events that they can put together. And it's just, you know, it was an amazing night. Um, Intercontinental, that was the latest property that I I worked with. And again, I think what differentiates Intercon is that the service level, the food, um, the service level, the people are so warm and they've been there for a long time. So very flexible and it's going to be great once they have all the, the remodeling starting in June. So um, another group that I mean, another hotel where you can host groups up to 300 rooms on peak easily um, and the same for El San Juan. And they both connect right down by the beach. So if you needed to do something bigger and wanted to stay in Isla Verde, you can use both hotels as well. So it's, it's a good thing. <laughs>
0: I love it. Yeah. And I think um, where a lot of people are thinking right now is, you know, they're hearing you guys talk about how great this destination is, but they want to see the pictures. They want to see what it's all about and the beautiful water and the cuisine and everything that goes with the island. So where can our listeners follow you guys at on Instagram, um, Twitter, you know, whatever uh, platforms you use the most? Where can they follow you guys at?
2: I use Instagram the most. It's at Amy M Rob M Y M R O double B, and I post on my stories all the time. Those are a little more um, in the moment sort of videos and photos of what's happening. And then, you know, I always try to do a post recap video and posting photos along the way. So follow
1: me,
0: Maria. What about you?
1: I up? Well, as you know, I'm a little bit more behind the scenes uh, with Meetings Made Easy. That's the handle. And I'm always taking care of uh, everybody's travels and making sure um, our audience is up to date with the latest fam trips, uh, destination reviews, hotels. So you'll find me there. Uh, my personal account is really, uh, again, also travel related. It's wonderluster underscore NYC, where I live. So um You'll see me traveling around the world. And I do have quite a bit of Puerto Rico. Again, I lived there for three years, so it's hard not to.
0: (laughs) Maria and Amy are amazing at social media. They're postings. Maria actually does this for a living. So she literally gets to post on Instagram and gets paid to do it. So it's freaking amazing. And she's really good at what she does. Um, and then also another shout out to discover Puerto Rico, the convention bureau out there. Um, they are amazing. They were terrific with Amy and such great great partners. And they were just, I mean, from what I saw first class with Amy and I'm sure Maria's had great experiences with them as well. Um, so we definitely want to get out, uh, give a shout out to discover Puerto Rico, the convention bureau. Um, you can follow us at meetings made easy on Instagram and also the same on Facebook. Uh, my personal Instagram is Mike Ferreira MHA. Um, but you can f- follow the, um, the ladies, they have the better pictures of Puerto Rico. If that's something you're interested in, obviously, cause I've never been, but uh, hopefully one day I'll change that. But yeah, follow us. Um, we're going to try to do this um, every now and again. This is Destinations Debrief by Meetings Made Easy with Mike Ferreira, Maria Zavala, and Amy Robb. Um, we don't know what we're going to be talking about next, but maybe it'll be hotels, maybe it'll be destinations, maybe it's about transient industry, but we're going to try to keep this going. Hopefully, you guys like what you hear, um, and hopefully, you'll tune in to the next podcast. Anything else, ladies, that you want to add, mention, comment, scream, vent about?
1: Let's take this podcast live to Puerto Rico or another fun island. That's just my take on it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I like that idea. That would be. Also, comment on our let us know where you want us to talk about next. Yeah, that's
0: true. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, hopefully somewhere really cool and not cold because I don't do well in cold destinations.
2: I don't know where I live in San Diego.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much. Um, we'll talk to you guys soon.
2: Thank you. Bye. Bye.